Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Edward III. Written by Bob Ramsey. We all remember odd lines from long-forgotten novels, and mine is from In the Cut by Susanna Moore, written in 1995. A private detective is chatting up a woman in a bar. She asks if he's ever been married. He says yes, it just ended. She asks why. He replies, I called the same number twice. This conversation popped back when I read that Edward Rogers' secret plot to remove his CEO, Joe Natale, was foiled when Edward's candidate for the job accidentally butt-called Natale, who overheard the entire conversation about the planned coup. Shakespeare's Richard III cried out, A horse! A horse! My kingdom for a horse! But it could just as easily have been Rogers' Edward III, bemoaning the loss of his throne because someone called the same number twice. How small things drive giant consequences. With most big companies, a boardroom coup would mainly fascinate the business media, and after a bit, and once some heads had rolled, it would disappear. The Billises, the Bronfmans, the McCains. I believe the slow-moving coup at Rogers Communications will be more incendiary and enduring than that. In the two weeks since the Globe and Mail first reported that young Edward, who's now 52, thought Rogers can do better, the story has spilled over into the gossip media the way stories of the British monarchy do. Whether we're watching the final act or just the opening one, there will be books and documentaries made of this story. And let's not forget what's at stake here, the $26 billion takeover deal for Shaw Communications. But this is also because it has so many propellants to turn it from a first-stage rocket into a satellite spinning for a very long time. I've identified just five of them. There are no doubt more. These are the qualities that always give a story legs and make us remember it years and even centuries after we read the final words, and they all lived unhappily ever after. 1. It's mythical. Rogers' founder, Ted Rogers, died in 2008 at the age of 75. By that time, his only son, Edward, was the CEO of Rogers Cable. Ted was plagued by congestive heart failure for years, so there was lots of speculation about who would take over. The year before Ted died, he told Caroline Van Hesselt, who wrote his biography, that Edward wasn't quite ready. He's like a good wine, Ted explained. He needs some time to mature. Right. In the 14 years since then, Rogers Communications has had three CEOs, none of them from the family, which says Ted looked at his son and three daughters and muttered, on the board, sure, but no CEOs here. Fathers don't need to be alive to exert a huge influence on their kids. Given that Ted Rogers overwhelmed everyone he came in touch with, 
It's impossible not to think that his son, Edward, at some level feels a bit banished. Edward's taking command of a company his father never thought he was ready to lead is either an act of revenge or of redemption. Two, it's Shakespearean. When a present-day story has a direct parallel to a Shakespeare play, it gives pundits great lines to quote, proving today's boardroom battles are just variations on eternal themes. Shakespeare never wrote about a mother and two daughters emasculating their son and their brother, whom dad had already defanged, or, in Ted Rogers' case, so he thought. But the bard came close. King Lear, a foolish, fond old king, lashes out against his daughter. Richard III. In the middle of a battle, his horse is killed, while the king wanders to find it in the battlefield for hours, killing everything in his way. 3. It's Freudian. The Oedipus complex says the son unconsciously wants to kill his father because he wants to sleep with his mother. The Electra complex says the daughter competes with her mother for the love of her father. Who knows where Edward and his sisters fit in here? But we do know someone has a deep inferiority complex, a condition first described by the American psychoanalyst and contemporary of Freud, Alfred Adler. Literature is strewn with high drama between sons and fathers. Abraham and Isaac, Icarus and Daedalus, Odysseus and Telemachus, Oedipus and Laius, Hamlet and King Hamlet, Gregor and Mr. Samsa. But their stories are no more calamitous than those in real life, such as Rupert and Lachlan Murdoch, Robert Maxwell and his nine children, and just last week, the Robinson family, owners of Scholastic Publishing. So it's no stretch to hear Edward say to Ted, Watch me, Daddy. I can do it. God damn it, Daddy. Watch me. 4. It's Trumpian. Trump's most incendiary tweets were all sent out in the middle of the night. Last Saturday at 3.24 in the morning, Martha Rogers launched a tirade of tweets against her brother. Like this one. You can stop me anytime by seizing, desisting, and stepping down. No, I won't bring anything up without full receipts. I got them from the last 20 plus years. Who's vulnerable now? I'm guessing Ed's PR crisis firm, hordes of lawyers, and Trump supporters will come for me. Let's go. Which goes to show nothing good happens after 2 a.m. 5. Most of all, it's succession. What a delicious coincidence that the Rogers firestorm is playing out in real life at exactly the same time the HBO series, Succession, about a family that owns one of the biggest media and entertainment conglomerates in the world, is streaming to millions of viewers. Because Succession is dramatic television and not dramatic life, it condenses all those mythical, Shakespearean, Freudian, and Trumpian moments into waves of addictive relevance. Make no mistake, the battle for Rogers is all about Succession. You can hire all the outside managers you want. But at the end of the day, the kids will still want to play. And as Ted would always say, the best is yet to come. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to RamseyInc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C.com.